it's as close to time travel as we're going to get. This week in music history with Marty Miller. I cannot wait to be proven wrong when somebody comes up goes, no, 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 we actually can do time travel now. We don't need your stupid podcast claiming to be time travel. All right, everyone... Hang loose. It's the week of April 17th until 21st. The week 1994, Pink Floyd gave us another number one album. In 2013, we lost Storm. The storm blew out. Very important was Storm, Thurgudson, to the Pink Floyd world and fans. And in 1982, Joe Stummer disappears. He of the clash. Thing is, no one told him to come back. All of that and a whole lot more over the next few minutes. This week in music history. A week in less than 10 minutes. In 1960, Eddie Cochran was touring in the UK. Come on, everybody. Do you remember Eddie Cochran? He was one of these teen heartthrobs. But at the time in 1960, he was 21. And he was killed in a car crash. The taxi driver who was driving him in the UK was convicted of dangerous driving, fined, disqualified from driving for 15 years and sent to prison for six months. This lad here was an eyewitness who stumbled across the scene in 1960. And it hit the post side on and it threw everything and everybody out onto the grass. Well, anything in the road, it was all on the grass and it was just like a battlefield. Very grim, very grim. In 1994, Pink Floyd started a four-week run at number one on the UK album chart with the amazing Division Bell album From Us, featuring Stephen Hawking. At the moment in California, Coachella is going on. The Coachella Valley Music and Food Festival. I don't think that's quite the title of it, but it's something like that. Morrissey in 2009 walked off stage. Why? Well, because it was a food festival, he didn't quite get it. I can smell burning flesh, and I hope to God it's human. It was this week back in 1995 that Oasis drummer and founding member, mind you, Tony McCarroll was told on the phone that he was being sacked by the group. He sued them for millions and settled for half a million. Here's Tony and his thoughts on some of the other Oasis boys. I mean, I was a quiet one, the quiet one that sat at the back there, making plenty of noise, of course. Uh, Griggs, quite a reserved character, going on with his job. Bonehead, I can credit Bonehead with everything that's mad with Oasis. That's the rock and roll mayhem. In 2013, Storm Thurgerson, whose album artwork was literally everything from Pink Floyd pretty much Dark Side of the Moon Uh, he did Led Zeppelin albums Peter Gabriel Muse he died at age 69 here he is talking about the album cover for Wish You Were Here now think about it so there was a man on fire and George of course being an illustrator thought it was a picture an illustration I said oh no it's real these are the days before computers how it meant setting a man on fire which we did we already mentioned Morrissey in 2021 The Simpsons parodied Morrissey and um, I think he sued them, didn't he? Oh, these bands are all rubbish and this sun is too sunny. Stop being such a... such a... Such a pill? Oh, sorry, Marge. Hey! 
Zipping through a week in a matter of minutes. This Week in Music History, the podcast. Did you, in 1985, rush out and help Brian Adams get to number one with his album Reckless? It was absolutely huge. Everything he released from it was big. In 2012, we lost Levon Helm. Levon was the drummer and singer as well with the band and also part of the Hawks at one stage. But the band were originally Bob Dylan's backing band and he sounded like this. Very funny stuff in 1982 when Joe Strummer, the Clash frontman, disappeared for three weeks, which meant the group had to cancel a tour. He was found living rough in Paris. Thing was, he was told to disappear. It was the eve of a tour, okay, and the tickets weren't selling. So Bernie Rhodes, who uh, with Malcolm McLaren used to like the odd scam, he came to me at night and he said, look, you've got to disappear. Okay. I said, well, Bernie, if you really think I should disappear, I will. Uh, where do you want me to disappear to? And he said, well, I don't know. Go to Austin, Texas. You know that, that fellow there, Joe Ely, uh, the country singer? Go and stay with him. He said, but ring me every morning at 10 a.m. And so um, I took the boat train to Paris instead. So I got to Paris, and I thought it would be a good joke if I never phoned Bernie at all. So he was, he was going to be thinking he was going to be acting, you know. Oh, where's Joe gone? And really, he was going after a few weeks. Where has he gone? And the six weeks went by, and I stayed with a, a bloke that I knew in Paris. And I ran the Paris Marathon, too. And eventually, they hired a private detective to find me because they didn't know what continent I was on or anything. This Week in Music History... Podcast. This week in 2016, Prince was found dead at his home in Minnesota at the age of 57. Do a car for a medical. This week in music history with Marty Miller. This week in 1992, a concert for life took place at Wembley Stadium. It was a tribute to Queen frontman Freddie Mercury and also a whole thing for AIDS awareness. Who played? Elton John, Roger Daltrey of The Who, Tony Iommi of Black Sabbath, David Bowie, James Hetfield and George Michael, sounding marvellous.
And because this little podcast is born out of a feature that we do on the radio, it would be rude not to pay tribute to three years gone, Ronan O'Reilly, who was the man who built Radio Caroline, the man who founded Radio Caroline and literally was responsible for putting that great big ship out on the seas and broadcasting pop music to the British Isles. So with that in mind... This is Radio Caroline on 199. Mr. Pop. And that is a look at this week in music history from April 17th. My name is Marty Miller. Thank you for checking out the podcast. We do it daily on the radio, on Radio Nova and on Nova.ie. Zipping through a week in a matter of minutes. This week in music history, the podcast.